0: Listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Merkidal and Will Watkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. I am Mike Merkidal with me is
1: Will Watkins!
0: And our special guest today, we've invited the lovely, the talented, the the uh, ever present Patrick J. Riley.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, say hello, man. Hello, everybody. How are you? Thanks for coming. And uh, you were nice enough to have us on your multiverse uh, show at Carmine's yep, Comics.
2: multiverse comedy hour.
0: Yeah, so you you fit into the. Uh, you're Because we've had some guests on to do comedy, mm-hmm. heroes, and that stuff, but you're like kind of all over. You're kind of in our wheelhouse, too, where you're comedy yeah. and. And I'm a comic book writer. And so. right, yeah. So we're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna plug all of that stuff because we were, uh, we, yeah. We, we I love the cross. What is it? Cross media? What do you call it when someone just creates content for multiple media?
1: Yeah, cross media um, sounds good.
0: Uh, you know, uh, mediocre. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll that's what I've been calling a just. master. <laughs> a master of nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, jack off of all trades, man. Exactly. That's yeah, what I am. Yeah, just jerk around. But uh, thank you for being here, and uh, you picked uh, an interesting, th- an interesting here, and we're going to get to him, and he's, yeah. uh, he's pretty great. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with hero news.
1: Hero news. Feel free to jump in I'm if so you want to do. Oh. oh, hero news. <laughs> oh, you
0: went, uh, you went like '80s metal with it. You yeah. The, like, oh yeah. Hero news. I can see like some guitars shooting up a fire. Yeah, a fire. Man. Yeah. That's oh, some nice. tenacious D shit right there.
1: Uh, what are they that D twenty uh, three happened. Disney's uh, it's basically Disney's Comic Con happened. Yeah, it did.
0: The Disney Disney made some uh, interesting announcements.
1: They, uh, I mean, probably one of the biggest ones is they're, they're making Star Wars Star Wars World. I guess it's yeah. going to be uh, like a separate park uh, in both Disneyland and Disney World. Was,
2: was that a big announcement though? Because I heard about that. Months it's co- ago,
1: it's it was well, it's now is there confirmed? Thing? It was rumors, and it was always like, "Is it going to be a Disneyland or a Disney World?" Now it's like, it's oh, gonna it's gonna
0: be it both. Both. "Oh, it's a both." And also the 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 size of it, the sheer scale. Yeah, of it. yeah. Because they were because there's always been. I'm a huge. I, I mean, we both grew up in Florida. Uh, oh, I've been to Disney World uh,
2: almost every year First since Star, Star Wars Celebration, celebration. Fantastic, yeah, dude Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's my favorite place in the world
0: I love it We're, I'm a big. Have Disney you been f- to the New Star Wars Tours? The New Star yeah, Tours? Yeah. I've been on it oh it's, badass. It's, 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 oh, it's
1: so good I wish it was Like, there was the childlike part of me It was like, it's not better than there it But it's like, ah, it's clearly better It's, it's yeah. clearly uh, better I
0: love, and I love that it's I've had a couple Like, you get a different experience mm-hmm. and, Yeah, you know, yeah And they all kind of tie The, the, the super nerd in me Gets really pissed at the continuity breaks because yeah. all of a sudden you're in Hoth, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're in a you're in a prequel situation, yeah, and yeah. you're like, "Hey, wait, what? You're, I'm not on Naboo right now. Yeah, I was yeah, just in yeah. Hoth. I can't be this. They don't fit." But then the in between, you get to see bubble Fett for a second. I'm like,
2: "All right, all right, yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. exactly." That's cool.
0: You're like, "It's all great," and I love, I love, the, I love the Disney parks and. They're building Star Wars land in, in Disney World, which I guess is the one we're most concerned with, because that's the one that we, we're yeah, like our gonna home be, turf.
1: They're going to leave all the parks as they are, the current existing ones, and they're just going to... Because they still own, like, huge tracts of land in Florida. Yeah. Like, they basically own all of, See, like, Buena Vista.
2: This is why I asked, because, is it old news? Because about eight months ago, Disney um, filed for construction permits yeah, yeah. for right behind the Indiana Jones ride, like another mile and a half.
1: Yeah. So it's another mile and a half of new land they're adding. It's gonna be it's gonna be
2: incredible. I so can't psyched. friggin' wait. So one, psyched. one of
1: the rumors is that they are gonna take out the Indiana Jones Thu- spectacular, oh, which is my be... childhood thing. Yeah. And they're yeah. gonna replace it with like a ride similar to that in like Disneyland, California where it's like he's on the on the mine shaft or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the Temple of Well Joe. no, it's a... the the ride is um, you get in
2: a Jeep and then uh, you go oh, yeah. through a temple with Indiana Jones And um, one of his partners pulls a stone off. And then you have to escape while the temple's being destroyed. And And Indiana Jones opens the door for you. Right. And it's like Uh... a 3D.
0: It's like Spider-Man. No, it's like
2: Dinosaur. Oh, it's like the, it's a dinosaur ride. It's what we got the dinosaur ride in Disney World, and in California and in France they got Indiana Jones.
1: Oh, wow, that's bullshit. Yeah, I know. I hate what the, the
2: fuck. It's man, why I hate that train. ride. The only reason why I hate that ride because dinosaur is a fun ride, but yeah. we
0: fucking almost got Indiana Jones. Ugh. But I'll tell you we what, fucking Stitch escapes or some bullshit. That- you know what? That's one of the... We could do an entire podcast on I Disney. I should have said Disney. Why did I say this we
2: should, yeah, <laughs> I
1: should even, I we should get... Not even... We should probably get Katie to do Disney. We, we should get... Yeah. My, wife, my wife used to work at Disney. She actually oh, played yeah? Princess Leia. What? Uh, yes. Remember that That uh This motherfucker's parade? married to Princess Leia. Yeah. Oh,
0: jeez. Or friends with... Oh, shit. You can't really... Are you still can't say that oh, shit? So?
1: Yeah, like in the Disney, uh, Disney World thing, you're supposed to say, like, if you play Snow White like she did... You're supposed to say, I'm very good friends with Snow White because you can't, like, little kids know they're not really. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, But it's like, ah, but they're going to sue me? Is she
2: still. Prison no, no, she that's why I'm pretty sure I can say Oh, that yeah, as well. you're, you're right. Right. right?
1: Right, That's cool. You just hit the nerd jackpot. You're yeah, right. she had never seen Star Wars before she got cast as Princess <laughs> Leia, and I was like, whoa, the world. <laughs> that's fantastic. You were so <laughs> mad. Yeah, but uh, but
0: look, we could do an entire podcast. As we should do a Disney Imagineer hero. Uh, I don't know. Like, just do all Disney. Just do. But but do you love imagination but hate Jews? Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> oh, he yeah. doesn't hate Jews. I'll tell you right real quick. This is the whole story about the whole Jews thing. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> was anti-union and there someone on record got him to say when they, when the right artist striked with Dumbo he said they're trying to jew me out of them, my money and someone was like oh you're an anti-Semite and then it spread and then yeah. no one tried to and back then no one was like oh it will get in the media because no one was talking about it so it just kind of spread and that's where it like, stemmed from was the fact that he said uh, they're trying to Jew me out of my money. Nah.
0: We gotta do we said, gotta do a Disney He's not the greatest. Guy. Yeah. He's not he, I'm sure yeah. he was not the greatest yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um I think he probably was a nice guy. I mean Tom Hanks played him. Come <laughs> on. Tom <laughs> uh, Hanks
0: did a
1: great job. Have you
0: seen Cloud Atlas? Because Tom Hanks can play a pretty good bad guy. Yeah. Have you seen you saw Cloud Atlas?
1: Nah, I heard it was confusing, so I just didn't see it. Oh no, it was crazy fucking confusing.
0: And also a lot of prosthetic noses. That uh, I was not yeah. too fond of. But it was was questionable I,
1: makeup choices. I,
0: I genuinely enjoyed that movie for what they were trying to do, and I really liked it, but we're not talking about yeah. that Atlas right now. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Back to Disney. Uh, so Disney, they also, uh, D23, they announced, mm. uh, they showed, uh, uh, they didn't show Doctor Strange footage, but they did a presentation of Doctor Strange. And, and apparently they showed some uh, concept art of yeah, uh Mordo. And, and uh, like uh, Which Benedict is Cumberbatch came out and was like, I'm very excited for the thing. He <laughs> recorded a video
0: mm, where... Yeah. Like usually, you can hear the the one thing that I read from the Ain't It Cool guys was one of one of the Ain't It Cool guys was uh, that he sounded genuinely excited about doing this project and the, and the yeah and the way that he presented it that he was cracking jokes and he was just kind of like on board with the general idea of him embracing this this world of Marvel like yeah. he's, he's involved he's you in. have to be
1: on board with yeah, this man, world. yeah. He's, he's in. Can't. So, especially if you are getting so much mysticism and yeah man that's a great and, that's a great role yeah, I mean yeah.
0: especially because it's different than what we've seen so far from Marvel like yeah. superhero science uh, mm-hmm. and you know, I've know. never
1: really gotten to Doctor Strange uh, but like I'm all for it like I'm, I'm almost kind of looking at this like most people looked at like Guardians of the Galaxy or yes, something and we're like I have yes. no idea what this if, is if
2: anyone wants to know what Doctor Strange is about or like question Doctor Strange read Doctor Strange season 1 written by Greg Pak who wrote Planet Hulk it is an origin story Because Marvel A couple of years ago Did season ones Right Which yeah. is just basically Like a quick Like wrap up Here's the origin Of this character If and you don't of them, know Now you know Yeah most of them Aren't great But the Doctor Strange One is one of the best Really Origin maybe One of the best comics Like superhero comics I've ever read Really And the art is amazing And it doesn't Hold back on like He was a, Stephen Strange Is a real piece of shit Who learned like You know He has to be selfless Right, right. Like was, if that's the movie They're making It's going to make A billion dollars Did
1: you ever see The animated movie
0: the anime movie's okay. It wasn't
1: bad. It was pretty good. I, yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. I
0: have to watch it. Is it on Netflix?
1: Yeah, I think it
0: is. got to look it up. Is that the greatest
1: movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I good. enjoyed it. Yeah, all
0: right. That's great. I, I, I'm on board with it. I can't wait to see how they bring all this magic in. Uh, we were just talking about Daredevil and mm-hmm. Punisher before, before yeah, the, we started recording, and I can't wait to see how they incorporate, uh, like... Magic and stuff into that series Because, you know, Iron Fist coming in and Iron definitely going
2: to have to have magic ha- Has somehow. to have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I can't wait to see how they introduce it I can't, ooh, I can't wait to see how they introduce it And I can't wait to see um, He seems on board He could just be a really great actor yeah. And he is So he could just be pretending to be into it yeah. And then as soon as the camera cut off He's like, he's fucking rubbish <laughs> <laughs> You know
1: what was really cool I love about him? Is he literally uh, The Sanctum Sanctorum is like around the corner from here Oh, the what? The like, uh, like his, uh... The his, where he's supposed house? to... Burn. It's literally around the corner. From yeah. you?
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a pink berry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <berry>. it's, it's, <laughs>
2: people, people come into the store all the time and they'll be like, hey, do you know where Dr. Strange's house is? And I'm like, yeah, go down Bleecker when you hit the pink berry. There you are. And they're like, no, it's like a brownstone. I'm like, yeah, in the comics yeah. it's a brownstone. Yeah. In reality, it's a pink berry. So yeah. go no, there and
0: get yourself some chocolate. That's make-believe New <laughs> yeah. York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> That is, a, that is a, f- a, a full of magic and being able to shoot energy from your
1: hands. Well, you know, I think that's actually good, though, because it's like, oh, the magic... You know, makes it look like it's a pink pear. You sure. know, kind of like in Harry Potter. Oh, he's it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, You know, yeah. Hey. No, but it's
2: a shitty pink pear, so no one eats it. <laughs> 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 really, really
1: hit it home. That's awesome. Uh, what else? Anything else? Uh there? Yeah, they uh, they announced a couple. I mean, they uh, showed for uh, the first trailer for Civil War. Uh, apparently, it's very action heavy. I did.
0: It didn't leak, right? I saw a no, fake one.
1: I saw a fake one. Yeah, it, no, did it didn't leak. leak. They, they were, doesn't fuck around. They yeah. were on point with it this time. Uh, but yeah, apparently it's very action-heavy. Crossbones is right up front. You know, he's got some sort of Iron Man suit on, apparently, and he's... he's oh. I, I, I think what it is, is whatever happens with I, uh, Crossbones is what's going to set off the, the registration. Mm-hmm. Oh, you
0: think he's going to be, like, the explosion? He's, he's going to be the Speedball.
1: Uh,
0: what's the guy? Speedball. Well, gonna,
1: speedball is the one who causes it, but the yeah.
2: explosion was... Uh, Oh, what's his well, name? It's some
0: nuclear guy.
2: What's his um, name? Oh, geez, Nex- Nexus
1: or something like that. Yeah, or whatever? I'm I don't remember. Wanna... It's New Warriors. New Warriors. Yeah, they're, all the same oh, they're all the same shit. Oh, they're all the same shit. But like the nerd <laughs> in me is like, it's New Warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have yeah.
0: a remarkable, seminal <laughs> classic.
1: <laughs> I, I
2: mean, love I love Civil War when when I first saw the first Iron Man movie and I was with to my two brothers and we were walking out of the theater and my younger my my middle brother because I'm the oldest. He looked at me and he goes, one day they're going to do Civil War. And we were both like, they're never doing Civil War. He goes, you said Avengers, one day they're going to do Civil War. And I said, you know what, probably when I'm like 40, they'll do Civil War. Yeah. And then when I announced Civil War, he called me up. He's like, what did I fucking say? Yeah.
0: Look what I'm they're fucking, doing. That's, I That's, that's the brothers do. It. I fucking told you, bro. You yeah. never butt. believe in my dreams. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've talked about this before, that I, I like, Speedball was one of my favorite characters as a kid, just because I like, for the frenetic, you know, how they always showed him like bouncing off of shit and, <laughs> yeah. and, and how people just like bounce off him. Yeah. It's kind of like that.
1: What, they turned him into Penance? Was that? Penance. The name? Penance. yeah Yes. Yeah, ah, yeah. Jesus,
0: how horrible is that? I know. Uh, Speedball is one of my favorite characters. But that that
2: storyline, uh, I think it's Frontline, is the storyline with Penance. Uh, he's in jail. And then he becomes penance. Yeah. It's fucking so awesome. Really? It's such a sad wow. storyline. We'll, we'll, we'll pull
0: some recommendations from you. Yeah, it's like you. him,
2: it's him like just basically dealing with the fact that he's killed all these all these kids. Yeah. And him mm-hmm. being like, oh, he's an arrogant asshole. So that's why he builds a penance suit. So every time he uses his powers, it hurts him. Ugh. It's
0: like that weird guy from the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his yeah. yeah, yeah. day. Yeah, no, the with yeah. the thing on his leg and he whips himself and shit. Which, by the way, you but, mean the vision. The vision. He turns, <laughs> I was just going to say he turns into the Vision. <laughs> Paul Fett and he turns it too. <laughs> he did all that to get the Soul Gem. He had to yeah. become worthy. Right, right. Yeah. He had to become worthy and he picks up Mjolnir and yeah, we're good. See, it all ties together. <laughs> That's that would be such
2: great. a fat-ass part of that movie. I love yeah. it
0: so much. That cool. is one so. of the best scenes. You just remind me how much I enjoyed Vision. The audible, <laughs> the audible gasps in yeah, the theater yeah, really when all of a sudden Vision hands Mjolnir to it, like, hey, here, buddy. Uh, everyone was just like I love Oh it. like it was like yeah. Jerry Springer episode like yeah, Oh yeah, yeah. shit that's, motherfucker. How, that's how you watch a movie I love yeah.
1: when it happens. By the way, oh, I was thinking about that and it's like do you remember when they just released the trailers or whatever? They had a scene where everybody was trying to pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like they were intentionally drilling that into our brains, like, hey, remember this that nobody else could pick it up. Right. For like months they were like, Remember this and the movie, that's what made it some more, yes. so more it was like tantric well, I, sex. I was listening to some of the old I was <laughs> <laughs> like
2: when you finally like, <laughs> oh, <shit>, Yeah <laughs> You're so right. It's uh, I was listening to some old episodes, and I was listening to the one where you guys talked about uh, where you talked where you talked about the trailer for Ultron, uh, and yeah. you called who died. What did I said? Did I say Quicksilver? You said Quicksilver. Yeah! And, then, and then you said no way. And I was just <laughs> like, you, po- you yeah, poor man. bastards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. You call? Hey, look. Of, of the two of us, I'm. I, we play roles here. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. guy that gives. I'm the. I'm. You, you ever seen those like? uh well, they make fun of him on The Simpsons all the time, the, the like, educational videos where there's always one guy, little Tommy, or Timmy, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's like, gee, Doc, how do we get this, uh, how does science work? And then yeah. there's like, well, Timmy. And then I'm Timmy, uh-huh. and then and Will He's, is the so doctor. It's
1: like sports. I'm like, which one's the football? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. The American football uh-huh. or soccer? Is yeah. it the football? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, winner, we also yeah. we got that we also got uh, <laughs> so funny <laughs> one of the bigger ones I'm actually more excited about at D23 was they announced uh, Incredibles 2 yeah, yeah I'm so I'm glad you brought that up one of the greatest comic book movies that wasn't even about well, an best, actual original comic the, book the best Fantastic Four it was movie. the best Fantastic Four I read Four, that too Some the best Watchmen it was like it was the yes. best oh, yeah yeah yeah
0: someone told me so I, I remember reading the, the someone talking about the Incredibles 2 and they, they addressed it as the best Fantastic Four movie, and I was like, fuck, that is all I'm going to yeah. think about it, how how great a comparison of, that could have been. I always think of that,
2: it's, it's basically, it's like, it's like a family version of, if Watchmen, fanta- if Watchmen and the Dark Knight Returns had a baby, and then their baby was super into Fantastic Four, yeah. that's incredible.
1: Yeah. And Watchmen, people are... Yes. Yeah, because it's just like... It's, I get it. It's I see what beautiful... You're doing. Oh, and, I love and it. And then at the end, like the Mole Man pops up, and you're like, oh, it's the Mole Man! Yeah, I've, 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 <laughs> And then they came
2: out a few years later with a video game for PS2, where it's the whole Mole Man story, and I remember my brother and I we were just so excited. We were like, we'll finally see what's happening with uh, Incredibles too And man, was it just
1: such it's, a letdown. Such, such a, a disappointment. It was such like a smash-em-up game, and I'm like, oh, that's not... We- what, I, what I like to about the end of the Incredibles, spoiler alert, is like Jack the Baby... And like he oh, turns yeah. into a super scroll and I was like ha ha yeah. yeah.
0: He's got all of the different uh He turns
1: into a oh, he turns into the human torch. He's you know, yeah, he turns he's into got the those
0: elemental whatever properties mm, is, and then yeah. the monster thing. I I look. The reality is it's been fucking 11 years. Mm-hmm. since yeah. that movie came out
2: yeah Jack I, I would love this to be a Jack Jack story
0: <laughs> I would love it I would love to see but I, I, Jack I don't Jack know. may end up being the most powerful superhero
1: of all time he might be the villain or he the might villain. be the
0: villain yeah. so, so what I'm what I'm getting at is that there's a whole generation of adults that, uh-huh. is, that grew up as like waiting for this movie there's literally like I see funny tweets and people are like where like this one guy was tweeting is like look I'm gonna push a bunch of motherfucking kids down to get that ticket cause <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting this shit for 11 years yeah. get your little kid out of the way because yeah. this is my movie he was like super you know and I'm like oh I totally get that feeling mm-hmm. of like we're a, like when like the new Star Wars coming out I'm 34 fucking years old yeah. But even when the Star Wars trailers came out, I was like in my underoos again. What's how know? my dad is?
2: My dad's my dad's fifty six, and when the Star Wars trailer came out, my dad doesn't have the fucking working Peter for shit. He goes, he goes, he calls my brothers in. And we're all sitting there, and he just goes, "All right, now I want you guys. I don't know if you've heard of this or seen it. Did you know this was happening?" And then he clicked the button, and it's just, its a small little box because it's not a big thing. <laughs> and he just watched it. So we make it bigger, and we also have—he has a smart TV. So he put it on his smart TV, and he's watching <laughs> on a smart TV. And he goes, I didn't know you could do this. And They sit there jumping up and down, crying. Yeah. Nozzle, and he's so excited. He, he pre-bought the tickets, like for um, for because like he's gonna go to the uh, the, the. You watch all
1: <clears throat> six movies. At once! Yeah. on screenings. I would yeah. be down to do that. I, I'd be, I'd, yeah. I've always said I want to do one of those, like when the Avengers come out or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But it's like, I would actually do that. For I Star would do that Wars. for Star Wars. For Star yeah, Wars, show up, show
2: up a little late so you don't have to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the first
0: two kind of yeah. come in around mid. Mid. I'm all Steph. about the hatchet order, man. I'm all about four, five, two, three, six. That's my order. Yeah, in which to watch them. One is like the holiday special. Where you wow. just don't acknowledge it exists, but yeah, Phantom Menace is one of those yeah. things where so like, so hey, look, this also exists. But if so you funny. watch it for the novelty, where they talk about midi chlorians and then Darth Maul is pretty cool, like that's <laughs> it.
2: Yeah. I remember when my uncle and my father took me to go see Star Star Wars Episode One. I was like, what, ten, eleven? Yeah. And we to, We were driving back, and uh, I just remember my uncle and my father, and my uncle's just driving, and they were dead silent, and my uncle just goes. They fucked us, Jimmy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they fucked us right in the ass. And then my father's
2: just like the kids are in the back. He goes, "They fucking know." <laughs> and, this is, and this is my uncle, who my entire life has been the quietest, like, like nicest guy. The only time I ever saw him get real mad is talking about Star Wars. Talking about Star Wars, oh, oh, fucking funny. They fucked yeah. us, Jimmy. I'll never forget.
1: Like episode one is like one of those moments where, like, the trailer for Star Wars: Force Awakens came out, and we were all like, "Oh my god." That's also the reaction I had when I first saw Star Wars Episode 1's trailer. Right. Star Wars Episode 1 had a fucking fantastic trailer. Yes. Like the you best. saw Darth Maul, all the John Williams music, I got excited again. The, John,
0: the new John Williams song, the Duel of the Fates, all that. Well, that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting into specifics, but. But that's... it's
1: like, I got excited for that. And so there's this part of me in the back of my head that's like, don't fall for it again. They make great trailers. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. like, look at what
0: happened with Fantastic Four. That, that that Fantastic Four trailer was awesome. I didn't like the trailer. I didn't like that. I didn't uh, like, trailer. Trailer 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 trailer. Like, like trailer. Like, I know
1: Neary likes it a lot, I was like, eh. Nah, nah. I,
0: I liked it a lot because so I... So many
1: people tell me how much they liked the movie?
2: trailer. I I saw half of it, and then I walked out. Um, I, got, I got too mad. I was getting mad. You know what? When you get that mad when you're in a movie theater, but you want to be an adult about it, yeah. and you're trying not to just be like... What the fuck is yeah. going on? I, I walked fuck out when movie. I saw, they had a picture of the thing up, and they said, he's confirmed 30, 40, uh, 43 kills. And I'm like, no, nope, no, he doesn't kill. He doesn't kill. He's a thing. Wait, they said the thing killed 43 people? The, the thing worked for the government, and was sent to murder people. What? Yep. Oh, man. I'm so you glad know, I didn't how see this adieu, movie. It made me so angry. I walked but. out, I went to see Man From U.N.C.L.E.
0: I want How to see that. That, I that was fun. That was fun. But so back to the Incredibles because we have got to wrap up here. Yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, what? So so the Incredibles two is going to come out next year.
1: Yeah, and they released the poster for it. it's basically the Incredibles is it logo already. I think so. Right. It's
0: 2016. No? Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be uh, it, the poster for it just looks like the regular I Incredibles symbol, but like the is split in half. Right. So, so it looks like the two. two. The wrong uh, They also uh, announced they're going to do Toy Story four. Right. And uh, Cars 3? Cars 3, I don't give a shit about that. Nobody does. I've never seen any of
0: the Cars. Cars 3 is a marketing is the is all for the toys because those but toys sell like
1: fucking crazy. Toy Story is I mean, it's the greatest. Well, but the thing is <laughs> both <that> corporate <laughs> and artistic. it's the perfect blend of both.
0: Yeah, Toy Story is, has licensed toys. Cars is all fucking Pixar. So they can they make all the money off of that. Oh,
1: really? So that's why that's <laughs> that's that,
0: that's seems like a marketing movie. It seems like a yeah. It seems like a like a very Lucas George Lucas-esque move yeah, to, yeah. to make money off toys, but it's still good.
1: The thing I'm interested about Toy Story 4 is that they said it's going to be a love story between Woody and Bo Peep, but mm-hmm. if you saw Toy Story 3, they mentioned how Bo Peep was no longer with them, that so, they lost Bo Peep. So there, is it going to be a prequel to Toy Story 3, or is it going to be they find Bo Peep... Or they go looking for Bo Peep. They go looking for Bo Peep, or maybe she was me. in that... What's the name of the uh, little girl? I don't know. I I, I, I was man, too busy play, crying during that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Toy Story 3, <laughs> 3rd Story three ended so
2: perfectly. Um, like that's literally one of the most perfect endings to a trilogy of yeah. all time. Like why do when, another one? Yeah. When when they just pan up and the clouds are the same clouds from the from the no, opening no, no, no. shot of Toy Story.
0: Yeah. I just you just do you cry you just oh. cry like a baby. I'll tell you what I I don't. I don't knock them with anything There's, they've made some mistakes you know it's not like the perfect record that they have any that they had for Toy a while Toy Story
1: is pretty close <laughs> to a perfect record
0: the Toy Story is but I mean, I'm talking about Pixar in general oh, yeah, yeah. so you don't want to I mean, like, yeah, find I mean like Planes
2: too? yeah right Planes wasn't uh, Pixar it was uh, Disney Animation Studios like uh-huh. in France yeah they, they did was... all the animation for Roger Rabbit and Goofy Movie Oh, uh-huh.
0: nice Interesting. well uh, yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> speaking of uh Weird shit I just
2: know about <laughs>
0: <laughs> speaking of um, drawings and animation and things like that well let's mm-hmm. Get to your hero. Oh yeah, you picked. you So you picked an interesting hero because it's not a comic book hero per se. It's not. It's not a hero. It's not a, it's not a fictional comic book hero. Right. He's, like, he's an artist. His name he's is a Jeff- cartoonist. So yeah. you picked a gentleman named Jeffrey Brown, who's a yeah. cartoonist that uh, I I'd not heard of.
1: Yeah, the only yeah. thing I know about him. That I knew about him was the Star Wars Darth Vader and Son. He does Darth Vader and Son, and he, Darth does, Darth Vader Vader and and Son, he does Jedi
2: Academy now, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really popular.
1: So
0: let's start with the question we ask everybody. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Jeffrey Brown? Uh,
2: heartbreak. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, A lot of his earlier work, which is when I got into it, because uh, I'm a cartoonist myself, not as good. What's the name of your... Uh, My, I do a comic called Me, and then I also have a graphic novel out called Grey. We'll include that. links
0: to yeah. everything. Sure. For can, you,
2: can you buy those online? Or? Uh, Well, me, I'm currently in an Indiegogo campaign for it. Oh, nice. Um, oh, we'll put to, a link to uh, that. Yeah, That's yeah, sure. to, um, and then you, to put you out the trade of it. But the issues, I think I think the first, there's a bunch of issues on, like, Amazon and stuff like that you can buy.
0: Nice, man. So so this gentleman, Jeffrey Brown, this guy, you got into, so, so he's, you've been drawing, I guess, your whole life, or you've been like, always been. I've been I've been writing my whole life. I started drawing because
2: uh, out of uh, necessity, because I was uh. I was writing comics and I I, I was an editor for Pronto Comics, which what? is a small publisher. And then I was doing some uh, some license work for some other characters, like um, ghostwriting for some bigger two companies. Right. Nice. Um, and uh, and it got to a point where like I would give uh, my own self published stuff to like my friends to be like, hey, you draw this for me, and then they'll be like, sure. But the problem with, like, giving someone a comic book script that you wrote, and it's literally about you, yeah, it's really hard for them to It was draw. all biographical. It's all biographical, because right. that's what I wanted to do. And so how
0: did Jeffrey Brown kind of influence you? Because
2: I read his comic, he does a comic called uh, Clumsy, which is oh. about, um, it's, it's, I have it here, actually. It's a... Uh,
0: Again, this is, it's a, we're, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do a visual medium on an audio podcast, but... I mean, I think it's something... We'll,
1: put, we, we'll make sure we post some pictures when we... Yeah. But, but his, so
2: his comic is essentially... He started doing an autobio comic about this relationship he was in. And while he's working on this like diary comic, the relationship starts to crumble. Uh-huh. And instead of like stopping the comic, he continues to draw it. And then he finished it, and the relationship was over. And he, the, he ended the relationship. And then what he did was he basically took the, the pages and then just shook them up. And now, so it starts with the first page is their breakup... And then it goes through like good point. It's basically like one page is a good point, one page is a bad point, and then it ends with the first time they decide to go out. Oh jeez! So yeah, I'm looking at. Oh through, it's man, like, I didn't read this. this yeah, it's, it's really. It, I, give it, I it. I used to be my. It used to be the, the the birthday present I would give to all my friends. It's like but, memento, but like yeah.
0: Well, I'm it's it's. Uh, I'm looking. It looks like a lot of little like um, stories told in featurette. What's that yeah. movie where it's basically like a bunch of different different scenes that all kind of come together? Crash. Um, Not on a smaller scale. On a smaller scale, I'm thinking of another one. It's a it's a small it's an indie movie, but but uh, but I guess it kind of fits that tone also. Yeah, because it looks very personal. It's just the two characters Mm -hmm. and just kind of in different situations, and the it's all basically just uh, ink, you know, pen.
2: Yeah, it's just him and his pen and a little notebook, and he just did this all. And I remember reading this, and like I, because I'm not a good artist, and he. He's a, he can be a great artist, but with this, with more of his autobiographical stuff, he's a little looser with his hand. Uh-huh. So um, when I read this, I was just like, oh, shit, so you don't... It doesn't matter how good the art looks as long as the story can carry it. Yeah. And I was always a writer, so I started doing a comic called Me. And the first issue of Me is about me explaining to the reader that I can only really draw dicks. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to draw dicks and be a real artist and tell you about myself. And while I do that... Um, Dicks slowly start to take over the books until I'm
0: overcome with a tidal wave of dicks because
2: uh, I can't help it.
0: And but, uh, yeah, this—I mean, so I, I like—I'm a fan of—I love really good mm-hmm. art, like where I, I, like the technique is amazing, we're just yeah. blown away. But I also like simple, like because this is a very like a, a kind of simple illustration style. Mm-hmm. And but like I'm—I'm—I don't want to—I I feel like I'm a little distracted. I'm listening, but like I'm also yeah. kind of flipping through it as as I'm looking. And a lot of these are. I'm, like I'm just kind of catch, like catching the titles of these. Like air hockey, is the name of one, and there's just a simple story, like a mm-hmm. short piece. And then there's one called condoms, and then there's one called yeah. Friday, and, it, and it's just
2: little snapshots of this relationship. I'm gonna
0: read that because that, it's I, amazing. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I I appreciate, like, in when I look at good comic book art, because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of of so uh, we I don't know if you heard an episode where, where uh, Will had recommended Fear itself. And I was able to get a hold of... I um, heard
2: you were spo- your your, um, your take on Fear Itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, Which is weird because I had the exact opposite reaction to that that terrible storyline. You didn't like it? I loved <laughs> it. I didn't like it. I loved it. I, I think the ending... I, I, I agree I with I liked your, the, the ending of it.
1: was fantastic. I, I, I love the ending, yeah. but there
2: was so much in the middle that was so boring.
0: I didn't really, so, I didn't really read the middle. So, so I of went it. through... So one of the reasons why I liked... Because th- it's like the... Kind of the antithesis of what this what i'm seeing this mm-hmm. could be where it's literally like everything has these little stories from a million different perspectives yes and then and, and and i was i was caught up in i would be reading one and thinking about another and all these things where i was just kind of like uh, i want to hear what's going on over on with the with the canadians i want to hear what's going on over on the west Coast i want to hear what's going on yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear what's but you just kind of read through and eventually you'll get to everything you granted a lot of it was Cool for me to see because I really liked how all the books had different art styles. Mm-hmm. But this seems interesting to me because it's very like, very focused. Like, yeah. ju- shut me literally. It's, it's there's why just the I two love
2: Jeffrey Brown is because Jeffrey Brown, it, it's just especially like with all his work. This is what I also. Well, first point is, um, it's just so focused in the sense of just like it's not a world. You know, style not a, like world-crashing story. Yeah. It's simply a very simple story. There, there's literally only two characters that you see in this right. entire book. And it's just the, the girl that he's with and then him. And then a lot of it is just him sitting alone in a room waiting for a call. And there's like two pages of just him sitting there, anxious. Oh, and then finally he picks up the phone and he's like, Oh, you're, it's late? All right, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow then. And then it's all the whole page. Right. And you just feel that heartbreak. And also how he writes. It's not just a heartbreak as much as he... He writes those happy moments. He catches them perfectly. Like a funny thing that happens, where like there's like a like a little a little dimple on her belly, and he flicks off and goes, "Oh, it's a little piece of candy." And they laugh, and then that's a little thing for them. And right. then later yeah. on, he mentions it, and it's like, "Oh God, that's I know that happiness, and I also know that sadness." Yeah. And it's this was the first comic to really, because I read other autobiographical stuff like um like Fun Home. Do you guys know Fun Home? It's yeah. A,
0: the and, uh, it's, on, it's yeah it's on broadway now it's on broadway now oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. i saw I, I got i saw the show i got a chance to see it when it was at the public theater oh yeah i yeah. that's where i saw it yeah, yeah great show
2: great show but in the book too if you read the comic Mm-mm. the it's, it's the same story it's just very dark and very it like is, yeah. grandiose and how she her, her use of language is so like educated you know what i mean where it's just like to a point of just like uh, um i'm i'm so much smarter than you and i remember reading it going like i can never do anything like this but i kind of want to tell a story you know, I want to tell a, a, a memoir story. And that's all that book is, a memoir story. But the art, I feel, and the art and, the, and her writing are so on this l- unreachable level. With Jeffrey Brown, as a reader, I'm on this level where I feel like we're the same person.
0: Mm-hmm. You and connect
2: we, with it more. I connect with it so much yeah. more.
0: Well, and, well do uh, you think, because, I mean, you're heavily involved in, in, in the comic book world. You know, you yeah. have your, there Carmine's. Uh, which is a great shop. I recommend everybody oh, in thanks. New York it's, City yeah, go. It's, nice it's so fun, yeah. and and uh, and but there's a that's a, an area of of comics that people forget that that world of where you don't have to tell gigantic superhero yeah. stories of and those space. are usually
1: the ones that are most critically acclaimed, like Mouse or yes. something like that. Mm, yeah. Where it's so, like, oh, this isn't about capes. Where and, it, and lately, and lately it's been or like getting, American Splendor, or yeah. something
2: like that. And lately, it's been getting so much uh, more acclaimed simply because things like Image, Boom yeah, Studios, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Dark Horse has been doing a lot of stuff where they'll just put out like one issue kind of stuff, and, and it's a but self-publishing it's a te- too because of the internet. Exactly, has become so much easier than it was in the nineties. Yeah. Right? We're like now because I mean, like I'm a self-publisher because I do my own comics, and then all I, most of my friends also self. I know from self-publishing their own comics, and now they're getting attention. I'm getting attention because it's such a broader audience that we can have an audience base. So when I go into to meet with like bigger publishers, they can look at my audience and go like, "Oh, you already have like a built-in yeah, kind of thing." It's great. And it's so much easier to sell yourself now than like in the '90s. There's so many great, great, great indie comics from the '90s and late '80s that I'll read and be like, "Why isn't this every? Why doesn't everyone know about this?" I'm like, "Oh, it's right because they didn't have a because this guy probably had a." drive to every comic book store and drop off and drop yeah. off books and beg them to do it you know right I mean? yeah
0: well there's a lot of that in uh i mean like in the kevin smith movies where they, in, in yeah chasing amy and chasing amy it's oh a, yeah yeah It's a good Amy's example of that was,
2: that was the first time i realized that comic book artists were people right yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so
0: so this so this guy he's that's that's how you were introduced to him and has it like mm-hmm. informed you in the, in the like kind of the directions? Because you said you had an oh. interaction with him, like you you were able. Yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, so
2: I so I started me um, uh, mostly because of people like Jeffrey Brown and Liz Prince, and I saw their stuff, and I'm like, I want to become, I want to be a cartoonist. It's what I want to do. I have these stories. I, and I just, it was just this. I was just afraid to draw, mm-hmm. so I started drawing myself, and I just basically it's um. Uh, I think it was I think it was Dean Haspiel who said it. It was another... If you guys ever saw Bored to Death, Jack yeah, yeah, O'Fanakis' yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. character is yes. based on him. Yeah. And he did all the art in it. I um, love that series. That was yeah. one of my favorite shows. So I, I think it was him... He told me once, he was just like, whenever you're doing a character and you just have to do that character over and over on a page, just get yourself a method to the character. Like, So if you start off with your hair, do the hair first, then you know the eyes next and then the nose next, yeah. so you have the rhythm to the character. So I just taught myself how to draw... Me over and over again because I'm like, it's so much easier if it's just me over and over again. And like, if I fuck up, I'm not insulting anyone else, so it's just <laughs> me over and over again. So I did it with the first issue, and um, I got like a great response. People really fucking people really were just like impressed that, like, even the art was well, but it was like it was humbling and stuff like that. So like, people were impressed. So I did a second issue, and then third issue, and then this when is I was, of me, of me, right. And then for the fourth and fifth issue. I was gonna try to something completely different, and I told the story that became Gray, which about in high school I thought I was gay, and then I wasn't gay.
0: And so it's a personal story, like so you said. Yeah. You found this new way to express yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the
2: first three issues of me, though I like them a lot, mm-hmm. honestly, are fucking just jokes. They're jokes and they're snapshots. Like the second ones about me drinking and I'm naked through a lot of it. Uh-huh. Third ones about dreaming and I'm naked through all of it because I sleep <laughs> naked. So why lie to you? So I'm naked through all of it and I'm just talking about these weird fucking dreams and how maybe I want to fuck my mother and then Freud tries to kill me. It's like, you know, it's all just jokes. And with 4 and 5, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I wanted to do this because I loved Jeffrey Brown. and How personal it was. How personal it was. Yeah. I want to tell a personal story about me and how, um, how in high school I thought I was gay, then I wasn't gay. And then I realized that my best friend I was in love with, and she didn't like me back, no. and I was in the friend zone. And it was this weird thing of just like everyone was kind of mad that I wasn't gay. <laughs> That's so funny. it was like, oh, and then so and then it got in this thing, and then we weren't friends anymore, and just kind of and then everything just fizzled out. So and then I wrote Grey, and then um, four came out, and it was people were happy, and five came out, and I won a few awards for it, and people really fucking dug it. That's great, and they really man. were That's like, so awesome. Great, so I put together five in like a trade li- like earlier this year mm-hmm. and I dedicated it to Jeffrey Brown because it's it, without like reading Clumsy without reading, you know, books like you know, my uh, Unlikely and mm-hmm. Deleted Scenes I would never have tried something like this. And uh, so uh, when I'm putting together because now there are eight issues of me uh-huh. so I'm putting uh, all eight issues except for the, you know, two in the middle, four and five. Right. Um, before I was going to do that I wanted to know, I wanted. I kind of just felt like I should let Jeffrey Brown know that I'm putting his name on things. Yeah. Right. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's something they should. They were like, it was, I
2: wonder if I hope he knows Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a thing of just like I kept like because in in issue eight two is all about like why I started drawing comics. So um I mentioned Jeffrey Brown a lot, and then I dedicated you know my book to him. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, I wonder if he thinks I'm an asshole and doesn't like any of this <laughs> stuff. So I wrote him a handwritten note that my brother later told me looked like... uh what uh, John Doe wrote in Seven. Um, oh, so it's is just this like, like a notebook full of
0: Yeah, just like because
2: I, I was very nervous writing it and I had typed it out on my phone so like I was looking at my phone and writing so it's like kind of slanted, right? And then at the very end it's like two-sided and then I folded it but I folded it weird so I tried to refold it so it looked a little weird so then at the very end I'm like, I hope this doesn't come creepy uh, love you and then I crossed out love you and I put from and I put you know, and I was like, you'll think this is funny I hope to God so I sent you know all he that. has
0: like a handwriting analysis Expert, like keep this motherfucker yeah, exactly. away from me.
1: I, I bet he was probably like, "Oh, this little kid. This oh, kid, loves this nice kid. <laughs> stuff. oh, what's that Twenty-five? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh,
2: he's an adult. Well, he's Good. an adult man. Oh, god. Good so, boy." So I got uh So I sent him. I sent him the uh, the book with the letter to be like, "Hey, I fucking love you." And like, I sent it to him, and then I I was I didn't hear it back for about like a month, and then when in the mail, it just I got a postcard from him. That,
0: yeah, um, it's real sweet. I was just kind of reading it. Yeah, it was uh,
1: yeah,
0: uh, the same. Well, yeah. I, do you want me to read it? On the, you want to read it? You can read it. I'll, I, I don't know what his voice is, but I'll, I'll read Neither it. Do I? I've never heard him talk. Oh, really? that's
1: so interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've actually been watching a lot of interviews
0: with him. It's kind oh, of you it. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I just my f- my f- did he, he did the um. I was just noticing that uh, like he drew a little thing on here for you. Yeah, he character. drew he drew
2: himself on there. Yeah, and then um, it's on a postcard. Because I remember when he had in the mail, it's on. Because he also does Vader and Son, like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the postcard is a Vader and Son postcard, oh, that's and I was awesome. I, I saw it in the mail. I'm like, oh, someone knows I like Jeffrey Brown. And I flipped it up, like, Holy fucking oh, it's Jeffrey Brown. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Brown? Brown knows yeah. I like Jeffrey Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: that's awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> it's really kind of great. Uh, he's uh, hey Patrick, thanks for the kind words and for sending me your mini comics. At the moment, I'm only doing pull quotes, blurbs for particular books. I'm assuming you asked him. Like, I asked him. If hey, what do you, do you think?
2: like? A, like a blurb for the back of me? Yeah. Because I figured,
0: um, why not?
1: Well, yeah, of course, yeah, go yeah, for, for the references. Go yeah. for
0: Big Air, bro. Uh, so I'm not able to contribute to uh, one for yours, unfortunately. I'm glad I could inspire your comics making and help uh, your comics making and help you find your voice. I think finding a voice is an ongoing process. You've got a good start. Some funny and smart things, especially in the Gray story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Comics are comics are great for capturing moments, and those are my favorite parts of these comics. Although boats is pretty funny too. Keep writing and drawing, Jeffrey Brown. Oh, yeah. I
2: also sent him boats, which is uh, my uh, my kids' book, which is the movie Jaws done in crayon for kids. <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh man, uh, that's great. Well, oh, yeah, here's, wasn't... here's one of these things. Like, it's so pleasant because this is like a the analog. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in, in analog yeah. contribution or connection. There's like a very real, like he held this thing and he wrote on with a pen. And yeah. he, he took his time. He it wasn't time, like he yeah. just
2: typed it on his phone while he was waiting or had for his a bus, do it or, or, or that. Thing. But like he took his time and wrote it out, and man, it just yeah. means the world to me. Of course, it's like that, it's, it's, yeah, yeah,
0: and it's great. And, it's, and uh, he does make an interesting point here, where it's the comics are great for capturing moments. And that's what I think people forget now with how big the comics idea is now. That Mm -hmm. that kind of zeitgeist of comic book movies being spectacular events. That's again why Daredevil to me was so interesting because it was so focused on this one specific thing. And 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 each episode was um was kind of centered around specific moments. Yeah. And and
2: Well there's that episode of Daredevil where um he's talking to Foggy, he doesn't there's not a punch thrown in that whole episode. Exactly. Yeah. It's just about it's the just relationship. Just about, it's really, but two best friends yeah. it's yeah, and, it's and it's, and I it's think needed. It's needed. It's
0: such an important aspect of comic I think it's overlooked. Like one of my favorite again in the fear itself or in in, in in a couple of different runs where they have the there's one where it's like the Avengers talking about Wolverine. And it's literally just like what would be a talking head. Yeah, of a TV show, talking about Wolverine. And there's, that's it. That's all it is. He's this guy. He's this guy. My
2: my favorite comic book of all time is Green Arrow, number 71, with John Wittick's run. And because it's um, in the comic, uh, Oliver Queen is running for mayor, and there's a problem with these heroin monsters on the street. So uh, Green Arrow and Brick are fighting off these heroin monsters, but those are on the sidelines. The main... Middle part of each side of the comic uh, is uh, Fox News on one side I love and it. MSNBC on the other side debating his stance on gay marriage.
0: I love that stuff. Uh, and it's just, just like so it's boring. just like this whole
2: thing of just like yeah, they're, fighting, classic green they're arrow. fighting superheroes and stuff like that. But in reality of it, like they're still talking about politics of just like they're bullshitting over like hey should a gay man marry another gay man? And the issue ends with like Green Arrow with a broken nose standing at City Hall marrying to uh, marrying um, oh I forget it's it's it's, it's 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 a character that's been mentioned but it's like. Uh, marrying two men other uh, thing and then doing a whole thing about how like love is unified and then yeah. the whole issue is about these hero monsters they beat the hero monsters it's like alright let's go talk about gay rights and I'm just like wow yeah. what how do you do that it's just that moment in comics where it's just like
0: and I think that that's off and, and I, I'm, I was I'm glad you know I was, con- I was confused as to how we were going to cover but I'm glad that you brought this, this, this hero in because I think that we talk a lot about what is her- heroic you know mm-hmm. yeah. like our, we, have a, we end every show with uh, go out and be heroic yeah and whatever that means like there's times when that means just doing something that was entirely personal for Jeffrey Brown, yeah yeah yeah, and look at the idea that that it's become he's a hero of yours now, and he's inspired oh, yeah. another yeah. so like there's there's that definition of using something very personal to create something which I think is the kind of the origin of 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 like mythology, yeah, you yeah. know like people like if or even let 's say modern mythology, the comic books, modern mythology where you, where it's these guys who were you know weak and you know you know, you know um, what 's the word they were kind of dejected, they were put down upon by society mm. for not being these giant, and they created these massive creatures, mm. these massive like caricatures of masculinity and yeah. and all these things, and, and these quote unquote heroes. But that's happened in every culture, and you know? it's
2: it's why like I feel like Spider-Man's one of those characters that has been throughout the times people keep going back to because mm-hmm. Peter Parker is just a nerdy guy who doesn't who yeah. can never catch a break yeah who and just this, happens to have Spider-Man powers but even exactly. having Spider-Man powers he's still just like a nerdy like anyone could yeah. be Peter Parker he's
1: not billionaire Tony Stark right. he's but not a from the forties well, super I guess, soldier I guess in the new yeah. Spider-Man series they're gonna have him be like the head of parker industries or some shit oh yeah but yeah, yeah. but i
0: will say but my point being is that you can't have these giant characters it's like it's it's these incredibly blown out exaggerated proportion without having the balance to it and then have well, if you want it to mean something you need yeah, those like yeah. those like simple moments of of commentary of personal expression where it's like yeah, if you're just constantly a smash-and-bash character, you know, yeah. that's it. Like, you can't have the Hulk without Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I
1: like is that... Uh, For people to care. Yeah, you know? yeah. What I like... I like stories about ordinary people. That's one of my things. Like, I, whenever yes. I read books nowadays, it's never... Like, I used to read Lord of the Rings and, like, Timothy Zahn and sci-fi novels and shit. But now it's always, like, memoirs and autobiography yeah. biographies yeah. And especially if it's somebody that's not famous. Like, I look around the city and I'm just like... That homeless guy has an interesting story that yes. nobody's ever going to hear. It's why humans
2: in New York is so popular. Yeah. It's
0: because, like, what's your story? What's everyone's? Well, that happened. So we, we were at an open mic. I'm going to tell the story about that uh, the disabled guy at the open mic. Oh, because, yeah, yeah. So we were at an open mic, and there was a gentleman who came up. He had a definite, de- like, I'm a paramedic, so I have a, a lot of experience with, with people who have had strokes and things like that. So this guy, who gets up there, and he starts doing jokes, and he's an older gentleman. He has, you know, he has a, a, a physical deficit, and he has a speech deficit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's clearly had some sort of brain injury. And then I'm up right after him, and, I st- and he made some comments about stuff that's really interesting, you know, that from his perspective about being disabled and all this stuff. And so I went up there, and I started talking to him, I went and I asked him a question. I was like, what, you know, that's really interesting. Like, what do you have? Like, what's, this, what's-? and then he, everybody fucking clenched up. And then all I could think, and, every, and, and then of course, you know, like everybody got real tight. Everyone was real awkward in the room. And I'm like, I'm just asking this guy about his life. I'm not, he knows he's, he had something happen to him. And in, in my mind, I'm like, that guy is more interesting than mm-hmm. any one of you motherfuckers talking about your student loans. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that guy is more interesting than yeah. you fucking your Tinder date. You know, like none of that, yeah, meant, yeah, this guy yeah. went through a life-threatening ordeal. And he came out of it, and now he's on stage doing something equal to what I'm your fucking idiot... I'm having the worst
2: time on stage right now, because I've been writing two bits right now. One bit is about how I had ass cancer, which instantly makes people all go, like, eww. Yep. I'm like, you know what, you, I, can it say, to you. I can say joke about <laughs> yeah, cancer, yeah. because I was the one with the, with the ass yeah. cancer. And then the other one... Was is was my ass. Yeah, and the other one I'm doing a lot lately, which actually is working better now, because I've been doing it for a while, is about my dad's intervention. <laughs> and how uh, I had to leave the room because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> because It's just the idea of an intervention is so silly. Like, why do we need this random... M- Therapist here. Yeah. When we should have just all as a family sat down and go, hey, stop drinking. All right, have a good day, and then yeah. leave. That we had to bring this other person to sit there. It's like not judge us too. If they were there to judge us, I'd feel better because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, we'll put a performance on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We'll be a happy family. But no, they
2: want us to be real because there's no judge here because we're paying you. Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a weird thing. So it I don't reminds even me laugh. of the and office always, space, Hypnos-
0: the hypnotist the yeah. office space where everyone's standing around and he's just like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I love that. that like it's like. You know, that concept of, and again, these are like on stage, those are real moments. Like, that's the shit that, honestly, everybody's got a fucking uh, okay, Cupid, the girl shows up and she didn't look like her profile picture. No yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, everybody's got, like, everyone's on um, the whole, uh, like, talking about stealing jokes versus being hacky. You know, like, there's a, there's a you know, stealing a joke yeah. is very specific. Being hacky is being is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're getting up there and you're talking about something that is ultimately personal and interesting to you, Yeah. that's what It that always puts it, an inch. It's what permeates all media though. Like that like yeah. every song that you know is a hit meant something to someone. Like, it's kinda they, like
1: uh, you said Grey is the one where you, you're trying to figure out if you were gay or not. Or yeah, grey grey was basically it's to... um That's that's like uh, you ever hear like Louis C. K talk about like uh not I don't think he said layers of an onion, but he said like he got it from George Carlin where he said when you first start out as a comedian, like, you have these, my dick, my balls. And mm-hmm. then the next one is, like, you start to get a little more personal. And then, like, the next hour is even more personal. Yeah. And finally you're talking about your opinions and views and your personal stories. And, uh-huh. and it's, like, finally you have that point of view. That's kind of like what he was saying in the, in the postcard. And that has to do with uh, Gray. So what's the latest one you did? The, uh,
2: well, is is the Gray one, the latest
1: one? Well,
2: yeah, the one I'm doing now is uh, Me eight. Me oh, no, like is, is the
0: series. Grey. Me is the series. Uh, Grey
2: was a part of the series.
1: Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So yeah, the new one I'm working on now is um. So now it's untitled. It sounds like you just have like a like a clear point of view. Do you think, feel like your point of view now is more clear than it was when you first started? Like you have more of a maybe in the beginning. It was yeah, like a, it was like a shotgun, and now it's like a sniper rifle.
2: No, I feel like it's um, I feel like almost the op- opposite, where it's like uh, the where the first one. I feel like the first one, I, I, I would focus where every issue dealt with one thing.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. Where you. I was
2: just like, um, all right, so this one I'm only talking about, you know, my art. This one I'm talking about drinking. This one I'm talking about dreams. This one, the gray, I'm only talking about this relationship. And then I got to a point where I'm just like, man, I have so many, I, like, I don't, I don't think like that. I think yeah. in tangents.
0: So well, like, you're not that. Nobody is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A singular in their experience. So yeah, the yeah. book
2: I'm writing right now is, um, it's a travel book. Um, it's a travel comic, it's about, like, because this year, is, I, I don't, I never really left Brooklyn, uh-huh. so now this year, is like, I'm actually going to be leaving Brooklyn to go on comic conventions, I actually have some, I'm going on tour a bit, oh, nice. Nice. I'm going do some shows out of state, and I'm like, this is going to be great, and then my girlfriend broke up with me. Uh-oh. Oh, oh we, it was like a mutual thing, but yeah, yeah. it sounds better if you broke up with me for the comic book, <laughs> <concert. laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, but, hey, hey. Um, artistic license, I just cut yeah. off my ear, hey. Yeah. Hey. so we, um, so, so like, this comic that was just going to be about me just going, like, so I'm in Denver now, marijuana, now I have this thing of just, like, I have to go back and go, like, oh, yeah, also, um, I'm now going to be alone with this, where I thought I was going to have someone to go with me, right. so now it's more of, like, so so far I've done, because I went to a bunch of, I was, like, in Atlantic City, and then I had a terrible time, because Atlantic City's a, a hell trap, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, it's going through, in a couple weeks I'm going to uh, Baltimore, and then I'm going to... Um, I'm going to Tucson and so stuff like that and
0: and then so you know it, coming back to, to Jeffrey Brown the, the, all of these things that you that you use like it's that's what that's what I'm trying to get at. like it, like the idea of um, telling a story because that's kind of the comic mm-hmm. I am I tell I like telling stories yeah, I like yeah, yeah. bringing people in to kind of tell a story whenever when I, I I used to write more but whenever I wrote anything it was all about like creating a world where the story happens yeah, so yeah, that yeah. everybody's kind of in there with you. And and those moments are kind of like um, bringing a picture into focus. You know, like you can paint like a big picture, but then when you start adding these moments, it gives it detail. You know, it gives it like yeah, like 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 you can actually start to come to conclusions about things. So like as the as you're creating more and more of these issues, um, you're kind of using like I, I like the idea that you're using this. As a catalyst for expressing story and, and yeah. expressing things, so now you're like one of the moments that you could be expressing in one of these issues is the fact that is the transition from looking forward to something with someone versus looking forward to it alone. Yeah, and the dichotomy of those two things. Exactly. You know, and i like I like I think that they, that that it gets uh it gets overlooked mm-hmm. a lot. And that aspect of the story, to like the moment. people want a big arcing story, but those moments are what make the well, arc.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, like, every review I've gotten of Grey is just that, where people are just like, I love how it just ends on a note of, because, like, it doesn't end with, like, a nice bow. Yeah. It -hmm. ends very, like, well, the relationship ended. Like I'm not gonna make us make up something for you guys to feel better. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So we stopped talking. I haven't spoken to her since and right and now it hurts sometimes when I when I think about it and then you know, but I'll grow over it, I'll learn to sleep with someone again and blah blah blah. Yeah, right, yeah. I'll get better and that's how it ends. And people That's why I wrote
0: this fucking book. Yeah, exactly.
2: People are either it's so split where they're either just like that's not an ending or like that's the perfect
0: ending. Yeah, and right. So it's a
2: real weird but uh, yeah, exactly that. Like every like when you're telling us a real life story It's very hard for it to have exactly the bow on top. There's
0: no there's look if you're unless you're dead, your story's still going on. Exactly, (laughs) you know what I mean. Unless you unless you're telling a story about someone who died, I have a bit of of beef with that. With like any of the stories that have the lone survivor trope. Where yeah. like anyone If you're the last The only one to have survived a story And you're telling your version of the story Yeah It's gonna be an exaggerated story yeah, You know what yeah, I mean Like yeah, it's yeah. gonna be something There's that always that chance be,
2: There's always that chance of you're like I wanna tell someone That happens
0: It can't be corroborated Cause yeah. you're gonna tell like Of course you're gonna spin it Of course you're gonna tell A specific story Well that's That's
2: what I love Cause Jeffrey Brown Like he's still alive And he, like he writes these stories That are moments of his life And you grow Like if you read his book Like Clumsy And then his newest book well, that is his last book, which is a Matter of Life. Uh-huh. So Clumsy's about, like, how I was in my 20s, and I had this relationship, and I thought I was in love, that I wasn't. And the Matter of Life is about him raising his son, and how he was raised super religious, and that turned him away from religion. Right. And now he's raising his son with the option of, like, believe whatever you want to believe, and his son is very religious. Oh. And he's, he's like this little six-year-old who likes to go to church and ask questions about the Bible and stuff like sure. that. Sure. And he's like, I didn't put it in him, and... We don't live close enough to my parents for them to put in, so it's this little weird thing of just like I was raised religious and I turned away from it, and now I'm not raising my son religious, and now he's curious about it. Right, and, and, it's and this, this is real this is a really real life. story, yeah, yeah, real story. And it's just this growth because now this character of Jeffrey Brown has now had this epic, you know, twenty year long story change, like twenty year old story arc. That's where he's become a man. Yeah, and now his latest book is called uh, "Kids Are Weird." <laughs> um, which is about his two kids and like just how basically his kids are just weird kids. What a and it's great... this cute fucking story. Yeah. And it's just a story about like how he's just a proud dad. Yeah. And then you go back to other stories, like with misshapen um funny misshapen body, which is just basically about how he had Crohn's disease and why he became an artist because of Crohn's disease was like a lot of him just sitting around and was like, Well, if I can die at any moment, why am I not following my dreams? Wow. And um wow. So yeah, and he's. It's why it's. It's like every time I read a Jeffrey Brown book, I'm always just like, I need to fucking tell people something. I'm about telling myself. you, man.
0: It's funny what we're the majority of people, like like you seeing someone on the street, like you forget that they all have yeah. lives. You know, yeah. like you forget all that stuff. What an interesting medium to choose to tell those stories, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where you're used to seeing the fantastical and all of this. You know, like. Superheroes, or, or honestly,
1: that's why I love talking to old people. You ever talk to old people? They're <laughs> fucking interesting yeah. as hell.
0: That that was a lot of my material when I first started because I was a paramedic, and being a paramedic and you deal with nothing. Literally, it's not gunshots and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's yeah, old yeah. people who can't poop or whatever. Yeah, I can't even pee, and I'm gonna die. You're like, well, let's get you to the hospital. You know, and and those are all real real problems. You know, uh, and so you deal with people who like. You know what I mean? Like that's why every that's why the whole modern young person you're in the millennial group, no?
2: Yeah, I would say so. Well, I'm I'm twenty four.
0: You're twenty four. Yeah, so you're you're a little younger than us, but like that idea and I'm sure you see it all the time, where there's and especially in the comedy scene, you see people getting up there and trying to tell jokes about some life experience that they've never had. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the very worst. Worst. and then you're like, Hey man, you know that you can talk about what you has happened to you. But let's not talk about it. Like you've lived some existence. I've also
2: like that took me years to understand because I mean I started when I was nineteen. Because you're not
0: old, old. Because when I
2: started nineteen, I would be I would I would tell joke. I wanted to do jokey jokes, and then when I was like, and then I was two years in, and I'm like, oh, I should tell stories. And then I would tell stories that like I would be like, I don't want to get too personal. So one time I had a dog, and he. Farted and then and, or like there's, I used to tell a story about how like my dogs got were fucking and they got stuck together yeah and then I had to pull them apart but then the dog thought I was helping so I just went back to humping and I had to try to stop him and I used to think like that's that's getting real and then one day else, <laughs> one, and,
0: then, and then one day I
2: stage I just started talking about like how I got so drunk at Epcot Center that I embarrassed my entire family because I turned 21 one and I threw up in Epcot and I just and like, <laughs> and like, then I realized that is such a good story <laughs> yeah so that story was the first time I'm like oh I think we all have a drunk at the cut story yeah and I'm like oh oh so if I'm if I'm not the good guy maybe that and I told this story and then I remember the first time I realized that like sometimes if you're not the good guy in comedy <laughs> that's a good thing yeah, yeah so there's a story that I, I it's always in my act if I ever have to do more than 10 minutes because um it's a great like little six minute thing about like how I ruined a relationship in high school just because I was a narcissist who thought uh who didn't like this uh, very religious couple. So I was like, I'm going to fuck her. And then I did. And then uh, I just ruined their lives. And then at the end of it, it was just like them, just like me just going like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, that's right, because I thought I was in Days of Our Lives. And we're all cartoon characters because I was a, I was a fucking You're heady teenager who thought like, yeah. oh, this is never <laughs> mind. This is not going to matter. And then like it's a great, it's a really funny fucking story. And then everyone's always just like, man, he's
0: a dick. I'm like, no, exactly, I'm a bad guy. So I do <laughs> it. Right. Like, and the the embracing of the, the the embracing that, that that was something that someone told me early on, where I think it was Lisa Correo, that she was like I, I got up there and I tried to do a it was like at this weird writer's thing, and uh, I got up there and I was trying to do a joke about Indiana Jones, and then they were what like was the joke. Um, it was the basically it's it was super hack. It was basically like how much, hacking <laughs> Indiana Jones joke. Yeah, yeah. Where it was literally um, that how much time has to. Pass before it's like, okay, for me to dig up a grave and steal everything inside. Because <laughs> that's what Indiana Jones does all the time, and, you know, I can't be in court one day and bring up Indiana Jones, Henry Jones, the United yeah, States yeah. versus Henry Jones. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> sure, it belongs in a museum. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah, be my exactly. only legal argument for digging up your mom's grave. You know that's what I mean? That's funny. So... It was, but that's me saying that now. But before it was terrible. Like that's me yeah, yeah, years yeah. later, a little more. Because every
2: time you get to go back to old jokes, you're always just
1: like, "This premise worked, but man, I don't yeah. know how to I don't do that
0: all the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You,
1: should, uh, you should try to rewrite that.
0: But I, well, uh, yeah, yeah. My, I also had one bullshit joke about like, um, what if the pharaohs were right, and then when we opened their sarcophagus, they open their tomb, and we start like opening stuff, it just takes all the stuff away from heaven. Like, they're in heaven with all their stuff, and then we took something out to it's a museum. Stick
1: with Man Jones, right? yeah. sure, well, was on, good. that was
2: I just imagine a pharaoh watching TV going, like, who the fuck took my plasma? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> or, like, he's sitting there, and he's just, like, asking all the other pharaohs, because apparently they're all in heaven together, where they're like, hey, have you seen a jar with a little dog head on it? Hey, I, it? It was here. Yeah, it has my kidneys in it? Yeah, it totally has a lot of my organs. There's a jar with a bird head? has my brains? Does <laughs> anybody... And it's like, that's why the mummies are so pissed when they crack them open because they're like, where's my shit? You know? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was the whole old. I was like, oh, God, I haven't told that joke in. But
1: anyway, this Gross said something.
0: She said, because then she's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I'm a paramedic. And she's like, oh, I'd much rather hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody exactly. wants to, like, unless you have a solid point and you're making something that's genuinely funny, you're sa- people would, if you're still working something out and you're on stage, people you who don't know who you are yet want to hear
1: about. You, you yeah. I can, uh, I can top that story about the same uh, message about uh, being true to yourself or whatever. When I first, uh, one of the first weekends I ever hosted was the New York Comedy Club in Boca Raton, Florida, uh-huh. and oh, uh, it was for it Kevin those? Hart.
0: Wow. wow, In the New
1: York Comedy Club. <laughs> At the New York Comedy Club. This is like after a now
0: defunct organization. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It was after uh, what's that plane movie? he Did Soul Plane? Who oh, was after Soul Plane? And his comedy career was Seattle. like. It was it was yeah. down to the, the dumps and he was trying to like work the road again to get his fan base up and it worked. Yeah. But uh like I went up on stage and like I told some joke about like breaking up with my girlfriend or whatever it was, and then like when I got off stage he was like, Yo, you're funny man, but I don't know anything about you from your set. It was like tell me what she did and blah 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 It's so, like like hit me hit like yeah. stuck in my head. And that's how I don't know if you ever heard like the story told about Max's girlfriend trying to commit suicide. Uh, I did. Yes. It, but it's like to this day. Like it, I've gotten rid of so many bits because I didn't like them. But like that's one of those bits where I'm like, oh, this thing would be forever. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, like, yeah. it's so real and honest. Where I'm like, yeah. thanks, Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Kevin, Kevin.
1: Because that's what you uh,
0: Kevin. Hart thanks, Kevin. right along. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. He's now like one of the biggest top-selling comedians, <laughs> one of the largest touring acts of of all media, yeah. of, you know, of all uh, arts. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, he's making, he's bigger
1: than Louie right now. He's making more money than Louie. He's throwing around. He's
0: getting bigger crowds than Louie? But then again, crowds. okay. You know, like, yeah. hey, all right, I'm sure there's <laughs> plenty of room. For, that's the thing is that there's kind of plenty of room for everybody, Just right? yeah, yeah. for the
1: yeah. fat Jew. You stay home. Fat, fat. Jewish. Oh that yeah, is all so
0: of... Much. Like I didn't want to bring it up uh, when I was talking about... Uh, the millennial thing, but that guy is a product of the yeah. internet. Yeah,
1: yeah like yeah, he's yeah,
0: literally yeah. like birthed by the fact that but, there's but, so many things I hate about. Uh,
1: but you know what though, I think I was actually going to mention uh, the hero of the week is the internet because yeah. the internet took him down and he lost his Comedy Central pilot and all yeah. that stuff.
0: We're 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 just about uh, yeah, ready to of, wrap.
1: This as up. of now, they
2: probably I don't know. Let's just. Hopefully, there's no torches in the street when this goes up. <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe you are talking about Fat Joe. They killed that poor man. Yeah, <laughs> he retweeted a photo, and then they hung him to the streets. <laughs> like,
0: like we're like, we're like, oh, we can't release this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel, Patrick, like, come back next week, yeah, we yeah, Don't yeah. talk about the Fat Joe. So, so Green Arrow's a superhero, you guys. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, fucking. Yeah, everyone, like, I, I completely agree, and I feel like, I feel like it's, he shouldn't be getting all the recognition he's getting for other people's jokes. At the same time, he's going to fail on his own. Yeah. The second something comes out with his own thoughts and they realize that like it's not going to be those quick memes right. that he was stealing, people are going to be like, oh, this guy, because I've heard him talk. On himself, he's a oh, fucking right. mess. He's a, he's a mess. He's, yeah. all he's all over the place. A he's a moron. He's he's going uh-huh.
0: to He's a product of the this internet generation where you don't actually have to create anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so no. he's just like, look at how crazy I am. Yeah. Let me be weird. And and like weird is not product. Like weird is yeah. not content. Like being a fucking weirdo worked back in the day when you could be Andy Dick. You it's, know? It's but even th- Andy Dick had a stage show. This goes
2: back to fucking heroes. This is my whole problem with Deadpool now. Deadpool is that m- millennial superhero. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the place and there's no man when
1: I first the Deadpool read Deadpool the Fed Jew superhero. He, oh man don't no, that would don't say that, wow. <laughs> that would find you not
2: say But Deadpool Deadpool's his character were like fucking um when I read him when I first got into Deadpool it was because Deadpool and Cable was a fun thing but then they're like the, the they,
0: seriousness versus their goofiness. And that was the good part of it. Yeah. it was it's like, like a buddy just, cop. It's thing. a
2: buddy cop where like yeah, a very serious you know yeah. Cable and then you have Goofy Deadpool. Deadpool's and then Marvel, Murphy. Marvel looked at that and they saw how people were liking Deadpool and they are like, oh, let's just put Deadpool on his own thing. Yeah, but Deadpool by himself, he needs to play off someone. Yeah. So then he started to play off the reader and once he started to play off the reader, for me, it lost everything because now he's just a bunch of one-liners and tags instead of being like, right. a, like a character. A fully formed, a fully formed character. Like, where if you Man, if you say fuck Deadpool and I hate Deadpool, give Deadpool, uh, Cable and Deadpool a chance because <laughs> yeah. I'm rereading it now. Because uh, they might do it for Deadpool too. Um, well, they brought... it's a great
0: fucking I comic, don't... and it's
2: so great. But Deadpool now, I completely understand why people hate him because he's just a terrible one-linery kind of character.
0: Well, I kind of think that people again because he doesn't have, he doesn't seem to have. I don't. I don't, well, I don't want to say because I don't know how they're going to portray him in the film, and I'm only. I haven't read like all the Deadpool. In the
1: film, they're actually kind of doing kind of a Cable Deadpool thing with, with Colossus. Colossus. That's what yeah. I was going to say because yeah. they can't
0: use Cable because Cable's part of the X Men thing. No, no, no. They no he's
1: he's X Men. Yeah. No. Deadpool oh, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. so using, no, they already
2: confirmed that Deadpool and Cable is going to be the
0: sequel. The sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then uh, I got that confused with Marvel. The with the them being under different rights. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that's fucking annoying. That's some, I hate um, it so much. But the but like so so they need like that's the one thing where like the in comedy, the straight man in the old vaudeville days, the straight man would get paid double what the comedian would get paid because mm-hmm. the comedian can't be a comedian without the straight man. Yeah. So. Even if you do break the fourth wall and you do, do hit the audience, you still need the audience. Isn't the straight man? Yeah, the audience can't be the straight man. Exactly. The the the, the, the char- there has to be a character to play off of and make feel uncomfortable. Abbott and Costello. Lou Costello was the great, but yeah. that guy, you know, he needed you that. You need, Abbott. He need Abbott. Abbott. Yeah, you need Abbott to, to tell the story.
1: You need Dean You, Dean Martin need, Martin Martin. you yeah. need
0: You need know you need all of that stuff. Smothers
1: Brothers. Yes, exactly. exactly yeah.
0: Every comedy duo has successful. Has that dynamic something in dynamic duos, huh?
2: Yeah, sounds like a great show that I do every month at Britpack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all
0: right. Well, so, so, so we gotta wrap this up, but uh, so if you so you have you've been inspired by this artist, he's he's kind of yes. had an impact on him. you've been able to communicate to him. Mm-hmm. How would you define that role of personal hero? Oh, like what does a personal hero do for I people? I feel
2: like it's I feel like it's a Mean Joe commercial. <laughs> where I was a little oh, kid uh, going, yeah. hey, Mean Joe, you want my Pepsi? And I give him my Pepsi. <laughs> and then he just goes, thanks, kid. And he throws my jersey. That's how it felt to me when nice. he sent me this note where he was just like, hey, I read it. And you know what? You've got a moment. You've room to grow. Keep going. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I will, Dad, I will. So, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just like, I'm so excited. It, he gave me so a hair, hair like, tussle.
1: Yeah, yeah, he gave me a hair tussle.
2: <laughs> so I, I feel like, I feel like, hey, hey, hey. I feel like this kind of like personal hero is more of just like a, it's like when you go out. What was the question again? It was like, you go, like
0: how does that how does that impact you? Like what is that? How does that, How does a personal? How do you feel of having a personal hero? Because there's some people you ask them who what their hero is, and they're like, "Who's your personal hero?" And they're like, uh ah. we get that all yeah. the time when we talk to people. They're like, like, eh, don't no.' What yeah. do you feel the advantages to having this one person that can help you kind of focus your thoughts? It just every, I guess every
2: time every, t- every time I have that seed of doubt where mm. I'm just like, "This is this no one's gonna like this or right. this is too personal or." Or like the the hand looks weird and this people are gonna think the art shitty. I always remember what he said about like the story and it's like, you know, yeah. little moments and then I can go forward. So just having a personal here, just knowing that there's someone out there who who you believe in and then in turn believes in you even to a certain extent. Right. You know, just I mean I mean I probably still wouldn't have done comics if if you would have set back something going like, oh well, give it up or yeah, yeah. give it up or you can try again or something as like opposed that.
0: to nothing. If you would have got nothing back, you probably would have just continued on uh, would, on your no, own. Back. Not
2: even if I would have got nothing, I probably because right now I'm doing I'm doing two books and I got I'm doing I'm doing the thing for uh, a special thing that I can't talk about. But okay. like it, I would Star not Star
1: Wars with Marvel. Oh. Yeah.
2: It's maybe Marvel related, but um. Oh, oh. you're gonna tell us off air? Um, no, no, but no. I, uh, I probably will. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's just a thing of just like I probably wouldn't have continued as hard as I did the second I got that. The yes. second I got that, I was just like, oh, you know what, fuck so it, I'm going to do all these ideas that I had, yeah. and I basically like vision charted out like, you yeah. know, these are the stories I want to tell, and let's start
0: working on them. Oh, great. That's, yeah. a, that's such a, I, I do think that's a positive message. We talk about like, you know, having Captain America be the model hero for something, or mm-hmm. like, oh, I look up to this fantastic, what about a real life person that you view as a hero? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. this guy, I would love to, I, I, that guy inspires me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important to focus. I think that, like, this has been a very special personal episode of Zeroes on Heroes. I mean, it's, but genuinely something I think, I think, and I feel like for anyone out
2: there, if there's a real person who, you know, you you want, and it's so easy to contact them now. Like I Reach literally out, just, yeah. I literally just like Oh in the back of his book He has his P.O. box And that's how I found out wow, And weird. then like I mean I'm a huge Kevin I mean, Smith is another now, Kevin I mean. Smith is another One of my heroes Even though I know He's fucking whatever hacker shit Kevin Smith No I love my, Kevin Smith Yeah Kevin Smith is one of my heroes Where like every once in a while Like I'll tweet something at him And he'll be nice enough To retweet it Reply Like yeah. when I did Boats My Jaws book I tweeted I'm like hey I did Boats uh, And then he retweeted it And mentioned it on a podcast Oh like, great That's awesome
0: That's fantastic so I may familiar. have heard that Did I hear that episode That was you this the, kid. He, which which podcast on Smodcast? or on uh, No, it was on uh, Hollywood name? Babylon. Oh right, that's great. Yeah, I'm I mean big Gar, Garmy Strong kind of guy. Nice man, yeah. that's great. So so let's let's uh, where can people find you online? At not Pat Riley. At not Pat Riley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, not the coach of the Miami Heat. Oh, exactly, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's funny. And then you so you you have uh, you do a bunch of shows now. Uh, I do I do. I well, mean, you're at Carmine's Comics. Carmine's Street Comics. Um, I have first
2: Wednesday of the month at, um, first Wednesday of the month, it's a uh, Multiverse, right. which you both have been
0: on. It's fun, it's it's such a fun show. show. It's Book like show. Uh, it's, it's like set list.
2: It's, it's, yeah, it's like set list only with another Other. comedian who's in the room. So basically, like comedians come in, they write down three jokes yeah. that they were Will going to
0: Will got down. my jokes. Yeah. 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 Will got, and, like, that was really funny, because you write but that's, down.
2: But that's what I love, is like, because I have friends on the show, and then, like, do you know Sam Bourne and Maurice Licorice? I heard their names. Um, uh, yeah, no, yeah. names. Yeah, so they're two comics. They're best friends. They were, like, I think it was the second show, got each other sets, and then did impressions of each other while <laughs> doing the joke, because they just heard the jokes so many times. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's so much fun to see that, because it's That's happened great. a few times now. And um, so there's that show, and then I do, um, at BritPack, I think it's September 20, hold on, because Kevin will kill me. I do it with Kevin Frolix. It's uh, Dynamic Duos, which is, um, it's at BritPack... Uh, well, well, you know what? On we'll the twenty eighth, th- there it is. On the twenty eighth, it's a September twenty eighth, yeah, and it's um, it's just a do, du- it's a duo show where we have two people come on with a duo act like you know, Smother, brother brother, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then um, we have musical guests and sketch shows. That's a
0: great. Point. I love. I think one of the things I've loved about doing comedy up here in New York is the variety of yeah. comedic yeah. approaches. There's certain people who take fucking stand up so serious, and then there's certain people who're like. Everything can be performance. yes everything can be yeah. comedy yeah and then so I love the di- I love that you can kind of do everything and you ever in,
1: see Dan Lakata?
0: Yeah, it's like oh, that, fucking that's that a dude where
1: every time he's about to go on stage, I'm like, "Fuck, it's gonna be completely different from I'm anything gonna, he's ever yeah. done." I'm or gonna like, st- or Steve Whalen, you guys know yeah, Steve Whalen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve
2: Whalen always Mister Jokes. I love this crowd. He <laughs> always comes up, and every time he goes up, sometimes he plays the SNL music and shakes everybody's hand. You don't know what he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. and I guarantee you, it's gonna be the most fun you're gonna watch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's been around.
0: it's been great. So I I do think yeah that's great, and uh, we'll post up uh, stuff on, on yeah. uh, the I episode
2: and go go out for. Right
0: and your books, uh, me and Gray and Gray me, is available. Yeah, me Gray at Carmine Street Comics, right?
2: Um, you have some copies. No, not currently, cause I have to reorder. It's what this whole Indiegogo is. I have like, uh, uh, I have, like two uh, copies left of everything. So like, I think right now they only have like copies of me one. But that's a but, good um, thing. Um, yeah, go get. Yeah, it's that's yeah, that's a that's great awesome. thing. But um, so give me money that's a so luxurious problem.
0: Yeah, right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, great. Thank you so much for uh, coming Thanks, back. Guys. We'll have you back. I mean, you seem you're you're, you're right in our wheelhouse. With there's some big yeah, hero event. Yeah. Well, and if there's one hero that you want to come back and talk, we'll, we'll yeah, talk yeah, I,
2: re- I didn't realize until I listened to the podcast it was superhero heroes. And uh, I'm well, glad. I mean, like I'm so but, glad we talked about yeah. Jeffrey Brown. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I have a hero that we can talk about next
0: time. Yeah, for sure. Maybe
2: when the TV show comes back. Ooh, Ooh. A little hint
0: for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think you mentioned it earlier, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely mentioned it. Like, yeah. if you look back, you're like, oh, I think he saw no, about you There it is. Yeah, yeah. uh, but yeah, thank you so much. And we'll... Uh, at William A. Watkins on everything now. On everything. Uh, I'm at Mike That's Mercadal on everything. Know. Yeah, man, keep it keep it unified. Unified unified social media branding. Mm. Um, and uh, thank you guys, everybody, for listening. Please share with your friends. And if you want to drop us a review, go ahead and do that. That's always nice. Uh, if it's good, please do that. Um... And uh, remember to go out and be heroic.